Come on, listen in to our podcast about nerddom. With the red, green, black, and white rangers, put your headphones in, it's podcast time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Are Doom. Wrong! Z- what? It's just Zio. It's Zio! Fine. <laughs> welcome to Zio of Sakura Rangers podcast, apparently, uh, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Who are we focusing on Zio now? That is all we do. We focus on Zio and nothing but. Metaphorically. But! But! Who are we? Well, I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger, spiritually. What does that even mean? I am McKenna. I am the White Ranger. Metaphorically. And I am Robert. I am the Red Ranger, literally. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I was just about to say that. <laughs> beautiful. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Good that day, was awesome. sir. We are of the same mind, you and I. That's Ugh. scary. Anyways, uh, hello everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to the void. It's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Life. Been a mostly satisfying week, except for yeah, that one there. thing. So, what's going on today? Robert, why did you drag us back here? Okay. I, talk about. I, I dragged everybody back here because Rob needs to rant. Rob needs to rant about the biggest sack of crap that has come out this summer masquerading as a summer blockbuster yes that's right i've wonder got to talk woman. about it cole hmm? just said wonder woman cole you yeah. said wonder woman you don't no, like explain. i just wanted this just get rob's reaction i haven't seen wonder woman. all in favor of going and excommunicating him from the podcast after the statement say i i i can we excommunicate him twice like <laughs> We already have the White Ranger to take the Green Ranger spot, so we're good, right? Salt the earth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was making a joke. I apologize. Jokes are supposed to be funny, Cole. Fine. What's this movie? <laughs> the movie. The most promoted thing that I've seen all week on television. Clearly, I'm going and talking about that film, Food Fight. Oh, no, wait. That came out several years ago. Okay, I'm going to rant about The Mummy instead. Because, oh my god, that is even worse shit. I I cannot emphasize on how much I hated it. Uh, Fun fact, if you have a local theater that sometimes goes and hosts preview nights for new and upcoming films for local publications, papers, magazines, uh, websites, if you're a member of a uh, semi-successful podcast... Sometimes you can go and work your way into getting free press passes. So I've gotten to see several movies without needing to pay for starters. And number two, gotten a chance to go and beat my head against a wall at some of them as a result of that. Last week, I got a chance to go and see Wonder Woman before anybody else did. And let me tell you, I could not stop talking about how much I love that film. Though we're all, fr- long, we're all, it's awesome. we're all we're friends with him on Facebook, and I can guarantee that, yes, he did rant about, about how good Wonder Woman was for about three days. No, I'm, I'm, I'm still telling people to go and see that movie. I'm on my third viewing. It does have some flaws, but it's got this weird charm about it that you will not care about them at the end of the movie. You'll just be like, okay, I'm, I'm waiting for that sequel to go and happen. Still not or the terribly... next installment of... Yeah, exactly. Still not 100% confident in uh, Justice League, but it seems pretty clear that they are moving in a different direction than what they were trying to do before, and I'm okay with that. So, Yay. But, unfortunately, the follow-up week was so good. Okay, so hold on, hold on. I wanted, I actually f- was watching a little bit of a video co- from called Andre the Nerd, Black Nerd. Ah, yes, yes, Black Nerd Comedy yeah. on YouTube. Love him. Yes, I've, I've met the guy. He's an awesome guy. Um, 
Did you was talking? Oh, no, shut up. Um, no, I was wa- I was oh. watching his little thing, and he was actually going over about the history of the mummy. Oh yeah, yeah. It and how many freaking com- and how many freaking series of the mummy there have been? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think there's. I think this is the sixth. And all of them are canon. No, they're not. <laughs> so, so what are your? So we're talking the Dooku, as it's called, as, as yeah. the uh, professionals call it. Um, uh, Universal Pictures has been trying to get their own extended universe film series going, and their first attempt was not as successful as they had hoped for. Victor and just decided to nix it. And that was Dracula Untold. So they officially launched the Dark Universe, as they're referring to it now. The Mummy, starring Tom Cruise. And that's one this. reason why I didn't want to watch it. I Here's the thing with Tom Cruise that's a little bit weird for Tom me. Tom Cruise is actually a really good actor. He's just crazy. I, okay, I'll get, yeah, I don't like I He's okay when he's on screen, but I will not pay any attention to what the fuck he does off screen. Because he's a crazy to. nut job. You don't need to. You just no, that, watch that, that's just it. Don't, don't like him really as a person. I mean, he seems like he'd be a fun guy to get a beer with, but that's about the most I can go and say there. I don't hate him. I just... I don't He's like even allowed him. to drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Whatever. Yeah. But yes, oh. as as an actor, I do have to say, well regarded in the industry for a lot of reasons. The guys only had two commercial failures. <sighs> what were they? Uh, Vanilla Sky and uh, Rock of Ages. That was a weird movie. I enjoy Rock of Ages. Not talking about Vanilla. Not talking about Rock of Ages. Classic musical people. Well, that's just it. I love the musical. That movie was a travesty. I'm sorry. I I Mm -hmm. just and I don't blame him for that. Once again, people are going and saying because now the concern is the movie's not going to make money, and they're already trying to go and scapegoat, and they're blaming viewers for not going to negative view of Tom Cruise, and it's like. No, no, that's not the reason why. Look at the Mission Impossible movies. I mean, they have nothing yeah. to do with the original no, source material, at, and people like, still keep seeing them. And they, they keep getting more and more they money. They made Jack Reacher recently. Well, I guess they already made Jack Reacher too. But when that, that movie, movie came I actually, out, yeah, I actually just or, watched a little yeah. bit of it at my parents' place, and I was just like, actually, seen any of the Jack Reacher films? There's, there's more than one, right? There's, there's two, two now, yeah. Yeah, like, that was I think a good was, movie. And yeah, like, I watched it. I watched it for about ten minutes before I had to leave, and I'm like, wow, oh yeah, this is why he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, no. The the guy does have talent. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll definitely he just that. he's just kind of crazy outside. So exactly, so kind of, kind of, huh? Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Well, was, we're, we're we're gonna stay off of that. We we we, yeah. we compared compared to we a lot of other celebrities. We are not a psychological evaluation <laughs> podcast. We can pretend to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's just it. No, we're we're not we're not gonna have discussions about Scientology. How much of the movie was actually the plane scene? Because goddamn, I think I've seen the entire scene of the plane scene fighting uh, through all the various trailers and promotional ads they've had. I'm I'm going to tell you that plane scene, your what little there is beyond what you've seen in the ads is nothing special. And that's really what the biggest problem with this film is, is that let me guess, it's all dialogue. <laughs> Let me guess, it's all simple dialogue. The dialogue is extremely simple, but it's also trying to be prophetic at points. Like it's trying to, you know, have... It's, the movie thinks more of itself than anybody that will watch it will. That's its first problem, is that it's way too into itself, and that makes it very hard to get into. Problem number two with the movie is... 
and I do hate to say this, but the acting isn't great. It's not anything I will go and attribute to Tom Fine for what he was given. You broke up there for a moment. No. You literally gapped up for about a second there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Problem number two with the movie is the acting. There's... Tom Cruise did a fine job with what he was given, but this is another one of those movies where I feel like the director gave a good actor so little to run on. What about Crow? Uh... Because I personally think Crow is also one another one of those legendary actors that's been around for a while and has had some really good films. But I'll, I'll but, definitely go and say that there's something to be said there, but at the same time, there's just so little, there's so little to grab onto. Like, was it? Was it? Well, who'd you who'd you kind of point a finger at then? Would you say it would be like the scriptwriters, the producers? Like, where would you point a finger? Okay, I, I will definitely go and say <laughs> whoever decided they needed the way to that, make a new mummy movie. Well, well, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not even going to go after that. That's one. a CEO right there. I know, personally, in my opinion, if you're if you're thinking that the script la- la- if that it laps lacked substance, I would say screenwriting. I, that's part of it, but I also think that because there are some great actors in this movie, and there's so much potential here. I don't know. I, I find myself actually, uh, I, I find myself going after Alex Kurtzman to be honest, the director of the film. Okay. Who, I mean... Are you saying that he... But he, So you're saying that since he was the one who had the final call on the script, that he should have asked them to expand more. Well, and let's remember something here. So Alex Kurtzman, for anybody who isn't familiar with him, this is the screenwriter that went and did The Legend of Zorro, Mission Impossible 3, Cowboys vs. Aliens, which I don't know how they got that wrong, Uh now You See Me, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now You See Me 2. This is the first movie that he's ever directed. What was he before? Producer? Uh, screenwriter mostly. He has produced some movies, but uh, better known for uh, uh, being a screenwriter. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so he bombed this somehow? Yeah, no, this... I, like, I'm willing to go and give him a pass when it comes to something like... Because his actual lowest-rated film on Rotten Tomatoes is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Of course, I'm looking at this right now. That's one movie that I do give a weird pass to because it is a bad movie, but that was in a summer of bad films. That was when they went and had that writer's strike. And mm-hmm. part of the deal with it is that any of the existing uh, scripts that were out there for films that hadn't gone into full production basically had to be thrown out and then rewritten. The studio was pushing them so hard to go and still hit the release date that they had set for that second Transformers movie that they threw together what they thought they could do. Everything had to be rushed on that one. It was filmed in a ridiculously short amount of time. It was edited in a short amount of time. The CGI work had to be done basically on the spot. There's a lot of reasons why that one, I give it a weird pass, not because it's a there's any hope of it being a good movie, but because I have seen the original screenplay for the first version of the film, and it was so good, and they couldn't reuse any of the material because of the writer's strike deal that, that was written. That sucks. Yeah, no, that, that was a really bad year uh, for a number of reasons. It gave us reality TV. Ugh. Well, so, no, yeah, that was, was the really television bad. writer's strike. That wasn't the movie one. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, that, that's the one that brought us Pushing Daisies and also killed Pushing Daisies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's a story for another day. So, yeah. So give me a one, mummy, yeah, going back to the mummy, give me a rating, one to ten. Uh, I need something more arbitrary that's too specific. 
Yeah, I. Uh, Fine. Hey, screen screen how about this? To throw at the screen. Yeah. No, okay, I hold didn't. on. Hold, how about this? Screenwriting, one out of ten. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so one screenwriting because there are a few decent ideas. I'll give the screenplay like a four. Like there could be something in this. Effects. But effects. Uh, I'll give that one an eight. Actually, I didn't feel like the effects were too bad. I'll, I'll put it on par with Wonder Woman for the effects side of things because okay. nothing really felt out of place, but nothing wowed me either. Actors, uh, slash actresses. Oh, that that one that one's getting like a three on there. Like, okay. it's just because there was so little, I think, direction for them. Okay, and, so then let's go right up to the director. Then give me a rating. Oh, that's a one. Okay, absolutely. I blame. I, as much as I want to go and blame screenwriters, I do wonder, just considering Alex Christman's history and the number of rewrites that he's been known to go and set and the way that he fights with directors, I'm sure that he changed a lot of things himself in the movie. Because there's a lot of things on where there's a coherent idea that's starting to build. And then there's just something weird that goes on in the scene that feels like it doesn't work. And then later it goes and comes back to what you thought the original idea was. And it's like, why is this happening? Mm. Yep. That, I, that's... I found myself having that moment several like, times. Normally I'd say studio interference, but knowing how the director is his first time directing and he's usually a screenwriter and how he would act with directors. Yeah. I'd totally put that on him. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing as well is that like Warner brothers, they're known for going and putting too much studio interference. They're I mean, known I, for being handsy. That, that's just it. And that's part of the reason why I think you have so many problems with movies like Suicide Squad and with Batman versus Superman. Because both of those films had a clear foundation that could have been really good. But I but. feel like both of them wanted to go in a direction that was either too dark in the original point. Or maybe there were elements that the studio said, we can't market this. And when forced them to go and change. Because there's some really good ideas that just never developed in those films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one's case, Universal, they pretty much let the directors do whatever the hell they feel like. It's still the biggest production company uh, in Oldest the world when it comes to it? cinema. Yeah. That's just it. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're huge. And they are... Well, I thought well, Paramount, I suppose, and MGM. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Paramount... <laughs> Paramount, or as I like to call it, Viacom, and all the things. Hey, you know. quick, name another company I have an NDA with. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, that's actually is pretty funny right there. Well, because or... Universal, because of Jurassic World. Yeah. And uh, Paramount, because of Hunger Games. And yeah. So from the way that you're describing it and the way that the ratings, I'd say so about a three or four out of out of ten I, for this? I will be generous and give it a four. Because there are a few good ideas in the movie, but the rest of it's just a hot mess. And honestly, considering the fact that the dark universe, cinematic universe, whatever the heck we're going to go and paraphrase it as ultimately. Dooku! Yes, okay, so we'll call it Dooku. <laughs> Not Count Dooku. About that. Anyway. Yes, but... No one um, said Count Dooku. They just said Dooku! Yeah. Whatever it's with a it's with a with a C, not a K. Cole. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to hear yeah, the voice. instead of O's. And yes, not Dooku. Dooku. Mm, okay. Dooku. Yes, yes. Dooku. Wow, we <laughs> we really are just getting stuck on this. Um, 
Yeah. The, so yeah, it, this movie is bad enough. And I don't know. I, I don't have a very strong feeling for and how this film is going to do in the box office. It may surprise me. Some Tom Cruise movies have had low expected numbers and turn out to go and be bigger than or bigger than those expectations. But I don't know. I don't have a great feeling about this one here. I really wonder... Because just to make a point here, Man of Steel made a lot of money. And despite some mixed reviews, generally well-received. Batman versus Superman made Crap. a lot of money. Generally not well-received, but... Still made money. Yeah, still made money and clearly moving in a set direction. Mm-hmm. So understandable why that one kept going. Wonder Woman, fucking awesome. So happy with it. Can I emphasize that enough? Go see that instead of The Mummy this weekend. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this dark universe, they tried to started up before with Dracula Untold and that one didn't perform horribly in the box office and got generally pretty favorable reviews, not stellar, but generally pretty favorable ones. But they decided to just go and nix that whole thing. I really do wonder if this thing doesn't make any money, is the dark universe just dead on arrival? Will they just go and do you think the they thing? can fix it? I no, don't I know. Think they'll it, keep making the monster movies. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the thing. They'll just move on to the next film. And, and they'll probably the just change the name to something else because, you know, yeah, well, yeah. we're just going to give up on this. Hey, here's well, our Frankenstein, Frankenstein movie. Frankenstein or a Dracula or a... Yeah. Exactly. Because the other movies Until are Until we similar. forget about this mummy and... Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. The other films are in pre-production waiting for this to go and come out. I think they're kind of still testing the waters after uh, what happened with Dracula Untold. I don't so, even know this movie you're talking about, so that I, shows how... What, Dracula Untold? I have no idea what that movie they is. They even set up a sequel for it that they're not going to do anything with. Like, yep. goddamn. When did this movie come out? Uh, what was that, 2012? There you go. I didn't pay. I haven't paid attention to movies. Actually, no, I don't think it's that old. It's, it's got to be newer than that. I, I got to actually find that out myself. Okay. But since well, we're talking... Okay, so all in all, we think yeah. Mummy's absolute garbage. Go watch uh, the Wonder Woman. Watch Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. So let's, since we're talking about uh, movies in general, let's just keep going down on the summer list, shall we? Another one that recently came out, I haven't seen this, but I've known about this particular series for years because I can blame Tyler quite easily for this. What? What? What did I do? Uh, you introduced me to Captain Underpants. <laughs> I, I, and not going to surprise anybody here, I actually did see this movie as well um but this one i didn't actually pay to go and see uh it's a dreamworks animation which already makes it kind of happy makes me a little bit happy just because i love dreamworks work they yeah. do uh, i don't know dreamworks does make a lot of stuff they're more they do have some quality stuff but they do kind of go on that quantity side quite a bit because mm-hmm. there is a lot of dreamworks stuff you probably haven't watched because it's there's Probably also a lot of well, there's a lot of DreamWorks stuff that they like that you've never heard of because they didn't they produced it but they never worked on it. Yeah, no, there's they might just have their because like even like uh, we've had this conversation before about a year yes. ago. Yeah, yeah, there, and there we were is talking a, about yeah, how they right. how yeah how their list is really really long, but how a lot of the stuff that we do like they've done like through the actual animation department that is actually the list is a lot shorter. Yeah, well, and things are starting to change as well now that uh, they're owned by Comcast. So, oh, great! They're, they're moving more towards licensed stuff than going and doing original stories. It's part of the reason on why Trolls, even though uh, they did not have 
control over uh are you talking about animation? the troll hunter series no because yeah, i was they're talking about they're talking about the like the old toy trolls oh well because yeah. like dreamworks has they have they have a bunch of stuff well, on there netflix is a trolls too movie, but yeah yeah, no, that's, that's what we're talking about, the Trolls movie. And yes, DreamWorks Troll Hunters, which is based off of a book by Guillermo del Toro, is awesome, and I would highly encourage people to watch it before season two okay. comes out. So that's also like Voltron, how, how they also have Voltron going, too. season yeah. two when their main actor died? Because they had recorded most of his season two stuff before he oh, died. Right. Okay. And the way that they had the contract set up, Troll Hunters is going to get run for a set number of episodes. This isn't one where it's going to continue forever and ever and ever. This was they're a deal. Telling a story, was... and once they're done with the story, they're done. I like it, that. Exactly. Yes. No. Something that made me very happy when I found that out because it's like, oh, Guillermo's involved. This is a good sign. Oh, it's DreamWorks. Those whores. This can't end well. Sort of then, like. Oh. Uh, so like give Avatar. us the. So give us the right. Tell talk. Tell us about the movie. Okay, Captain Underpants, I'm not going to spoil anything because there actually were some surprises in this for me. I did not read the books as a kid. My brother did, and for that reason, I kind of hated it uh, when I was young because uh, I was I was in my teens when these books came out. So it's like... Uh, this, I this didn't is, read these till my teens, so... Yeah, I, it's, I, I never was, read it. It didn't do anything for me. I was close to my teens. Yeah. I was yeah, still in, I was in my very early. Well, yeah, I was the same my... age as my brother, so I mean that's that's yeah. true. That's true. That's right. That's true. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you're the same age as my sister. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't see you as an older brother. Yeah, I, I should certainly hope not. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't see me as a younger brother. Nope, nope, no. Nope. We're on a whole different kind of level of existence. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. don't see Cole as a friend. Fuck you! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! hey. <laughs> oh, you just got non-friend zone. Oh, that was. <laughs> oh, that that was that was a good burn. That was. I knew burn. it was coming too. I was like, "What's he gonna say? What's he gonna uh, say?" Up oh, there it is. I've become predictable. Yeah, yeah. you have. It happens. When you've been I'm sorry. With each I'm other emotional for right for now. Thirteen years. I'm emotional. I'm emotional right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Torador. Anyway. I got. I got to tell you. I watched Torador, and it's oh god. If you're out there listening, go watch it, and then just oh god. Well, Back to Captain Underpants. Oh, Robert, come on here. Yeah. All right, all right. Going back, going back to subject. Going back to the movies. Uh, yes, Captain Underpants. I'm not going to spoil anything. Were there flipperamas? What? Don't tell me. I said I wanted. I asked if you if there was flipperamas in it, but don't tell me. Don't tell. Yeah, me. no, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. No, there's this movie is just pure fun. Like, I saw the trailers and was like, okay, I've got to see this. I'm curious. Could this could this be another good DreamWorks movie? Because this is produced in house. It's first party, and I got to be honest. I mean, they've they've had some stinkers of films that have done really well, and they've had some good films that not done well at the box office and it looks like we're gonna have another one of these situations because this opening weekend wasn't great but it also wasn't a huge development cost so it may end up turning a profit in the long run but this movie was wasn't that how shrek kind of worked out as well no shrek was a huge hit from day one no no i meant it was like the shrek itself was like a low budget at the beginning oh yeah well it kind of was it low budget i don't think it was because that was was one where they're trying to really 
they stepped up their game on like all the CGI stuff. Here's yeah. the reason on why that one's a little bit weird because you have to remember originally the film was being done with Chris Farley and yeah. they recorded all of his voice lines and it was a completely different movie. Then he died. They'd already put all the money into the rendering equipment because that was when they were really starting to heavily invest in the CG versus with ants where they were literally trying to go and beat a bug's life to the box office because the studio head that started DreamWorks animation uh, was fired from Disney. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he knew, he knew about Pixar's plans with a bug's life and was like, we need to make our own movie with ants. I figure so, that it literally had something to do with it. Oh, oh God. Well, it's the reason why the CG is so bad. And the reason why everything else that DreamWorks did yeah. looks like something of such a high level of quality uh, both before and after it, it's a little weird. Mm. Um, okay. their first animated picture, so I mean that doesn't really mean a lot. Give us the general rating. Yeah, th- this one right here. I'm not going to go into all the elements on this. This is an eight out of ten. This is just okay. a great movie. I loved every minute of it. It's definitely got some of the usual DreamWorks tropes. Honestly, I thought the most distracting thing about the film was Kevin Hart and Ed Helms, who I actually don't think are bad actors or comedians, but it's a little bit weird hearing their voices coming out of these characters. And the, it's, it's weird hearing them as voice, as, vo- as voice actors. Well, it's not that. It's the characters that they play. Oh, yeah, good point, I guess. Yes, they're... Um, Kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just really weird hearing Kevin Hart's voice, although he actually did try to act... In this one, and the only reason why I bring that up is uh, if you've seen The Secret Life of Pets, his character in there, other than serving absolutely no purpose to the film, outside of just being a psychotic bunny rabbit for comedy's sake, uh, he just sounds like Kevin Hart, like he's doing a stand-up special the entire time. It's like, you're supposed to be menacing in a cute little body, and I just, I'm, I'm imagining Kevin Hart standing up there with a the stool behind him with a... Uh, bottle of water and just going and throwing it all over the uh, all over the audience. That's that's all I can think of right now. This one he tried, but it's still like it's Kevin Hart. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, good point. Okay, but so that, eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's like my only criticism. Like I really loved this film. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. I'd highly encourage anybody that's looking for an alternative. If you know Wonder Woman sold out, don't see Captain Underpants. Honestly, you're not going to be disappointed. You'll you'll be just as happy you went to see that. So oh, now you're given the expectations, and now they're going to be disappointed because I bet you went to do it with no expectations. I it's eh, I was hopeful. I'll say that I was hopeful, and it goes differently than I expected. It's part of the reason why I don't want to spoil anything because there's some elements to this that just got me in different ways, and I don't want to create an unreasonable expectation in any one element it, it's not the movie i expected but okay. it's the movie i wanted the movie you deserved but it's the one you need right now that's yeah good. kind of let's shall we move down the list yes yes let, let, let's go because I, I i i'm having a hard time not talking about specific things in captain underpants just okay mm. okay all eyes on me that is the tupac um by biopic mm-hmm. anybody's gonna go see that or see it when it comes out I, I'm definitely going to see this one here. I'm very curious about this. He film. did. He, he did essentially become like the the, the first hip hop artist. Essentially, he, uh, I, I can't say that, but I will. One say, of the one of the biggest. One of the biggest. 
I'll say he was definitely one of the biggest influences. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I I I say that I do I do say that wrong. But yeah, that yeah I don't know. This one's kind of curious to me because oh god, why am I forgetting the name of it? The uh, NWA film that Straight Outta Compton. Yes, thank you. Straight Outta Compton. Dear God, Come why is on the name there? Come on now. I I enjoyed that movie uh, despite some of the creative liberties they went and took with the story there. I'm really curious about this one here because there's a bit more to. I don't like remakes. Story. I like the original one, uh, CB4. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how they made a parody of a movie that hadn't even come out yet. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm really curious because Tupac's, there's a lot with that story. Um, and let's see what they do with that. I'm, I'm kind of curious about this one. And what about I say you, that to somebody who's not really a fan of his music. What about you, McKenna? Yeah, I have not heard anything about it, did not know exists, have little to no interest. Will it have, <laughs> will it have hologram Tupac in it? Probably. No, no it will not. No. Oh, damn it. Come on now. All right. Okay, so yeah. probably we'll see if, we'll see if it, when it when it does come out. It doesn't come out for till the middle of June, so we'll see how it, that it's goes. It's coming out next week. Can, yeah, that's why I said middle. It's coming out this week. Yeah, it'll apparently be like it's the middle of June. A couple days after this podcast, yes. Well, when I can get it up, anyway. Uh, I I don't know when are when are uh, Hatsumiku and Tupac gonna like get together because they're holograms. <laughs> Whenever, they're the only holograms back. we have right now. Or oh, yeah, at, least, good point. at least play music together. I could see that. You fucking you have all the vocaloids and there's Tupac there rapping. I'd watch that. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I'd pay that's for that. Well, okay, scrolling down the list. Cars. cars 3. I'm seeing it. Yep. Yeah, I think it's going to be way better Looks than like Cars it, yeah. 2. Yeah, oh God, nothing could be worse than Cars 2. That's still Pixar's worst movie. I, mm. My sister really likes it because they make way more car references than they did before in the first one. Uh, they do. They do make a lot of car references. And so if you're into cars, you watch Cars 2, there's a whole lot of, oh, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but They're the just... car ta- talk guys aren't in it. You can't have a car movie without the car talk guys. Sorry. The, uh, the, the <laughs> a lot of the same crew seems to be back for the production of this. Same storyboard artists. Yeah. Brian yeah. Fee is back. Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy are back. Yeah. So. For for me, it's it's the Disney Pixar third in a series. Oh God, we're getting feelings. Um, I, and we might <laughs> end up. Well, from what we've seen of the trailers, oh god, it's not spoiling anything if I say because it's in the trailer, right? Yeah, no, uh, the, the, and, yeah, and the yeah. big crash. Um, yeah. It's actual plot of like story, not not a just a, it's yeah. not a spy film. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Cars Two sort of sounds like it could have been uh, Cars: The Mater Story. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, could, it was more a Mater movie than. A Cars movie. Yeah, had it just a Lightning been, McQueen movie. Had it just been a spinoff and there wasn't the Lightning McQueen element to it, it probably actually wouldn't have been that bad. Expand mm-hmm. that out and give it a little bit more, it probably wouldn't have been that bad. But because they tried to go and bridge these two elements, it didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. spun off into the planes instead. Well, no, had... I enjoy. And then they had a sequel of that, which is also sort of a spinoff because it wasn't planes too; it was planes. Fire, Fire and Rescue, rescue. which yeah. I also really enjoy. And I'm just waiting for trains. I yeah. just... <laughs> trains. 
Or boats. So we have planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 we got to get off of this just because I, I, I'm this far away from ranting about Cars 2, but honestly, <laughs> just the teaser trailer for Cars 3 had me going, God damn it, I want to see a Cars yeah, movie. I was what like, the oh fuck God, is no. wrong with me? I need mm. to see this. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So everyone's pretty much on the yes, we'll see this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. June 16th here in the US. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the UK. July 14th for UK. Oh, sorry. I, will, I was a little bit further down. All right. Yeah. Next down. Rough Night. I don't give a damn. Are, are they trying to remake Hangover? Is that what Hangover? you tell all ladies oh. called? No. Like, this one I... Oh, it's the female-led Hangover movie. Yes. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> what it is. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. This is the one with Scarlett Johansson and... Um, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon and Jillian Bell and whatever. Um, you look at the paycheck to the... It's literally yeah. it's like, oh, they accidentally kill a male stripper. Let's see what happens. Bachelorette party goes wrong. Pretty it's much. A female hangover movie. It's literally what it is. I'm not going to see it. I, I, if it's on HBO or something like that later, maybe. Yeah. If it's on TV, maybe. If, if it's a dollar um, rental from Amazon or iTunes, maybe. Yeah, I don't think even that, but yeah. Netflix, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Done with that one. Transformers, The Last Night. I'm going to see it. I I, I like popcorn flicks. They're never great, but at least I'm entertained for two hours. It takes me out of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? This one kind of looks like maybe they've got an idea going with it. So it might actually be entertaining in a different way than I'm expecting. So who knows? The first time I saw the first trailer for this, I thought it was a completely different movie. And then I was entirely disappointed when I saw it was Transformers. (laughs) <laughs> I uh, I can understand that. I thought it was like a new King Arthur in the Round Table thing. Nope, it's Transformers. It's Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Just well, they already had a King Arthur movie just come out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that apparently flopped. It really. Uh, it wasn't great. I heard. I guess I I wasn't expecting it to do really good, but I I like I assumed they'd at least like make some pro. Like it wouldn't be like the huge box office hit. But it would be, they'd they'd make their money. It it it's gonna make back its budget, but it's not gonna get the sequel that Guy Ritchie wants. Um, yeah, Guy Ritchie made a uh, King Arthur movie, in case you weren't aware, and it's meh. Mm, okay. Just meh. I heard it was There's... a lot funnier than it was expected to be. Oh yeah, no, the <laughs> had they just made it a comedy, it would have been fine. If it was a Mel Brooks. If if you just went and gave that script to Mel Brooks, it would have been a comedy by the end or, of it. Or Kenneth Branagh, because at least he gets the Shakespearean comedy side of things. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So That, that was King Arthur, um, the newest one, and we've Transformers. Rob's going to see it. I was disappointed when I saw the trailer. I might if it's like literally the only time I watch any of the other movies is literally because my roommates were watching it. Uh-huh. And it was just because it was on TV for in a, in a stream type thing. So maybe who fo- probably not in theaters. So next on the list is Baby, Baby Driver. Driver. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen I it yet. Heard of heard. It. Yes. This actually looks Doctors pretty good. On this website we're using, I did, and I want to see this. Edgar, right. That's all I need yep. to know. I've heard yep. good things about it. So, well, Edgar Wright brought you, was the guy who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. So, yeah. and he's wait, a combination writer director. So, yeah. is it? It's not a funny movie. I thought it was more. It wasn't. It's an like, action it's style. Like, yeah, it's not a yeah. comedy. Is it? Comedy. Yeah, it is kind it of comedy. Makes, Baby I, Driver's a comedy. I think no. it is. 
I don't think it is. No? It's a drama with comedy elements, is the way that he's described it. It's not going to be a comedy like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Remember, this is a guy that was originally set up to go and write and direct Ant-Man. And most of the script for Ant-Man is still his. When he walked away from it, the script was left and it was modified. He's got the ability to go and write, but there's always going to be some humor. That man was probably the funniest one, actually. I, I guess no. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy may be enough to have a really funny, but like yeah, Ant-Man. No, Guardians, I would give the firm number one, but Guardians is also like its own thing, ultimately. just It's a yes. different kind of origin story. It was just, I think that was just the most, like, yeah, uh, humorously entertaining than anything. I, mm-hmm. And then Ant-Man was just straight. a funny movie. Yeah, because Ant Man, everyone when that one came yeah. out, everyone just talked about it. It was just, it was just because just the, the ludicrous nature of the source material. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to. If you try and make a serious Ant Man movie, no one's gonna watch it. It would turn into like the Green Lantern movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, that's that's exactly right, and that's I I'm still say, is, I'm Ant Man right. is still one of my favorite Marvel movies. But th- that's just it, because like I, I'm the exact opposite of McKenna. I actually don't like origin story films because generally they're the same thing over and over again. Every one of them is Iron Man. And then there's Ant-Man, which is basically just Iron Man. But (laughs) I was entertained more by it because they at least gave you a chance to take in what was going on or divert you long enough for you to process everything. And like, I'm a fan of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. (laughs) One of my other top two favorite yeah. Marvel movies, mm. which also had the comedy bits, not as much as Ant-Man. Ant-Man yeah, is a comedy, but yeah. Okay. But that's last summer, not this summer, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. So, so yeah. yes, we're all seeing Baby Driver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I would me. love to see it. I probably won't be able to. Uh, Unless Despicable... Rob drives up here and takes me to it. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Despicable okay. Me 3. Uh, I, I was hired when they announced 2. two. I... <laughs> I have a girlfriend that enjoys Illumination. I've actually found the Despicable Me movies to be serviceable. They're not horrible. Um, I enjoyed the first one. The the, the second and the third. It's a spy movie for kids. That's what it is. Exactly. I I, I find them enjoyable. I'd watch it. Yeah, no, that's that's just it. I'm going to watch it. Um, The girlfriend will want to see it. And it's like, you know what? There's, There's been enough good moments in the Despicable Me movies that's like, you know what? I'm not going to regret going to see this. Am I going to want to own this? Am I going to want to preserve it forever? Probably not, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it and I'm probably going to be entertained. My so. sister my sister and mom will definitely want to see it. And actually, it's going to be, I can guarantee you, that's one of the movies that's going to instantly come to Netflix as soon as like possible. Yeah. Uh, so even that's if you don't... Like, I, I probably won't go see it, but I'll see it on Netflix or yeah, I'll watch it at some point. It's one so. of those movies that's going to show up on Netflix real quick. If so, it comes yeah, on TV, I'll watch it. That's the only time I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, next one, I've yeah. never, I didn't even realize was was a thing. It's called The House. It's with Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. I'm probably not going to see it. Yeah, reading the description, if it's on TV and I catch it, maybe. I look forward to watching this movie when it's on <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> because it'll fall in the theaters. It's given next to zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this. Moving on. Uh, Spider-Man Next Homecoming. Spider-Man July 7th. Homecoming. July 7th. Uh, this yep. is now the first one that Marvel actually gets to work on. Mm-hmm. Yep. With Sony. And, so. and this I is part of the... This is, this is Civil it's War. Fault, though. This <laughs> is Civil War Spider-Man, right? 
Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the origin of, of Spidey that we saw. In I thought it was a little uh, bit... At, it's, it's not, not origin. origin. It's... It's quick it's flash. Just, I think it's like a very fast back flash, like to how we got his powers, and then I don't even think it's an origin. It. I think it's literally just no. no uh, it's it's literally not an origin. They made a yeah. big deal about this because people are getting kind of done with the MCU origin movies because they're mm. Iron Man. Well, and how many times have we had a Spider Man origin movie in the yeah, last? Yeah, everybody freaking figures this out. Years. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just it. No, the. The one thing that I will give a lot of credit to Batman versus Superman for is they got Bruce Wayne's backstory done in 10 seconds. It's like, bang, yeah. bang, your parents are dead. This one's doing the same thing. It's like, he already has the powers. This is taking place right after Civil War. This is just about going and giving this character a chance a to go and have some personality. Yeah, I'm assuming that the literally will be a 10-second intro, and then off they go. So, um, yep, yep, Robert Downey Jr.'s in this, uh, Michael Keaton, Marissa Tom J. Oh, fucking Michael Keaton, let's talk about him. Oh, yeah, jeez, like uh, he was, it was weird because it was like a big rumor when they talked about the Spider Man movie and then that the vulture would be the bad guy. And it was like, Michael Keaton, get Michael Keaton, he just had that Birdman movie, he'll be perfect for it. And then turns out, yeah, he's in it, and then everyone. He's a really funny actor, but you can also you know he can do superhero movies because he was Batman. Mm. He so, was. Oh yeah, he was Batman, wasn't he? He was Batman, so he's he already done Batman. superhero movies. And wasn't he a good Batman too? He was. Yeah, he was, the one, he was the one that made Batman into a viable oh, yeah. commercial property in film. It's the '89 yeah. one. That was the one with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it was the Tim Burton film. Yeah. yeah here was the weird thing, is that when they announced that he was going to be Batman back then, this was a crazy thing. Like, People Magazine had a front page cover talking about the controversy of him being named as Batman. Because well, he's a comedian, nothing around there. Like, that's all he was, was a comedian. So was He was typecast weird. at that point. No, it yeah. wasn't typecasting. No, he, they, thought of typecasting. Was, they thought it that's, was a typecast. That's opposite no. of typecasting. No, no, they... The problem was he was typecast as a comedian. No, he'd be type. That's not what type typecasting means. It's like the role is. What yes, you expect I realize him to that, be. but but that means they'd expect Batman to be a comedian. If he was typecast as the Joker because he's a comedian, that's typecasting. But they had, a, but everybody assumed he was typecast as a comedian, so he shouldn't be Batman. That's what I'm saying. That's a. Well, I'm not probably example, using the right words um, for it, but he had the chop. No one knew he had the chops to be able to play a dramatic role. There we go. Uh, the modern, what I would, a uh, modern example for people who don't know back then would be Martin Freeman, who made a name for himself in the British office and was known as a comedic actor. And no one gave him the time of day as a dramatic actor until after Sherlock the first season of Sherlock. And yeah. suddenly he's one of the biggest actors being um, in MCU, uh, being the Hobbit. He mm. wouldn't have gotten the Hobbit if it were not for uh, uh, the producers of Sherlock giving him the chance to play the dramatic role. No, What's that's... your thoughts on Tom Holland? I, uh, I liked him in, yeah, Civil, in War. Civil War. Yeah. What has he done before? Before the Spider-Man, I mean. Uh, I don't know. My niece would probably be able to tell you. Do I am DB? I know. Uh, I'm, already on, I'm already on it. I got uh, nothing. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know him. <laughs> young young baby face. He's been working for six uh, years, for seven years. 
He's just another the British guy playing an American crew. character. Yeah, yeah, like I'm literally looking at this, and I'm literally the only ones that are that are even like he's apparently Nathan Drake in the Uncharted pre-production in the Uncharted movie. Yep. Yeah, they just it's announced pre-production. That. Yeah. Um, he's going to be in Infinity War. Yep. Um, apparently they're they've already made a, announced a sequel to the to Homecoming already. Wow. Oh, he was in Billy Elliot. Huh? Back in 2014, he was the Billy Elliot uh, dancer. I re- I remember this movie. I think this was the remake, the yeah. musical. Yeah, it was the musical. Yeah, it, was it was the live one. Yeah. Just oh no, let's let's just end that statement there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, yeah. Never mind. The original one was decent, but anyway. Um, yeah, no, he Heart was he was Billy Elliot on in the West End in London. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that makes sense. So, that's why he was in the movie. <laughs> but other th- other everything else is pretty much he's a f- pretty much an unknown. Uh, yeah. Probably he's a British stage actor and yeah. is slowly making his way into film. And with honestly, with, I am okay with that. Yeah. I like that because when I saw him in Civil War, I went, I don't know this guy. I can get into him as being this character. And he fits well. And yeah, you no. don't have any of those, oh, look, it's X character playing. The one thing I kind of liked about him is that he's still, he's he's a scrawny Spider-Man. But I kind of like that. About it. So do yeah. I. Yeah. I, he, like, I was like, oh, he's a scrawny the Spider-Man. The high school gangly youth Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, like and Spider-Man the one thing was I never really the like... Dorito shape of Captain America. So Exactly. And the thing that I found kind of like when I watched the original one one with um like the the very first Spider-Man film like way way back. Yeah, the Tobey like, Maguire one. Yeah, the was... Tobey Maguire one that was like, "Okay, I get bit by a spider, next day I have an eight pack." Uh Yeah. <laughs> like, "Okay, I can understand you being getting stronger and having the like the speed and everything like that, but no. No. <laughs> Yes. yes. Well, it's the the it's modern idea that Whatever. muscles equals strength. Yeah, and that's not always the case. And we're learning because that that's way. not how spiders work, <laughs> like literally. But anyway, yeah. that's what Mutated I liked about spider. Wonder Woman. She wasn't overly muscular. She was mm. still it was it was very functional muscle. It wasn't bodybuilder muscle. There yeah. were some of the Amazons that were, but uh, Diana herself yep. was not. I was okay. like, oh, I can easily get those arms. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back on track. <laughs> okay. So um, you're so you're upset that the uh, man who got his uh, magic uh, superpowers from a spider and got spider-like abilities wasn't accurate enough? Not really. I it's not realistic care. enough? Wasn't realistic <laughs> enough? I just, I found that weird. I just found it weird. Anyway, yeah. moving on. We failed. Uh, I just so, like it because it pushed back Captain Marvel, but I, hopefully now Wonder Woman, they won't push it back anymore. I, that that's I think part of the problem there is that I know this film has been blamed for, or I should say that, uh, yeah, that this film is being blamed yeah. for Captain Marvel getting pushed back. I do hate to say this here because now we've heard it from uh, what's his name, Kevin Feige, the guy that's in charge of development yep. of the Marvel movies. They've been waiting since Wonder Woman got announced to see whether or not a female lead character can be viable in this. Yeah. To which my answer is... Fuck yes. <laughs> fucking idiots. Oh my God. Listen, regardless of on what the film turned out to go and be, like I, I am rooting for Wonder Woman because it is a good movie. Regardless yeah. of anything else, first and foremost, it is a good 
movie and people know this character. People have been waiting for this going all the way back to when Linda Carter was going and playing Wonder Woman on the TV show in the 70s. Mm-hmm. This was not the concern. It's not about it being commercially viable as a woman. You'll notice DC, to their credit, has never made any argument about that. They know the character works. I think part of the reason why you saw so much work put into this, though, is whereas people will forgive a bad Batman movie, people will forgive a bad Superman movie. Clearly, that's happened. It's worked. But they're worried that if it was a bad Wonder Woman movie, they might, yeah. Yeah, that's just it. Wonder Woman, you're talking about a character that is so beloved by both the male and female audience. Some are a character that has been a pillar for equal rights going back to when she was fighting the Nazis, for God's sakes. This mm-hmm. was not going to be a problem for them. The problem was making a bad movie, and they put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel... That's Relatively really- unknown character in the... The, that's the just it because let's guys. be honest here iron man yeah. up until that movie came out was largely still an unknown character that's c-list superheroes right there yep he's been turned into something big but the reality is marvel marvel's always been going and chasing dc largely because yep. and i hate to say this stan lee has done a great job of plagiarizing a lot of other works there are uh... so many characters I, I'm, I'm they, serious, man. Like, Captain Marvel itself. Each other the, a lot. the title of Captain Marvel was originally no, a no, you're, you're DC all correct. character. It's, you're all correct. It's just what it keeps happening was DC constantly was making the heroes first. And then they're always just sort of poor because it was the first version. And then Marvel would always come in and just go, oh, that's a cool hero. Let's make it just a little bit better in this oh, way. Oh, I'm going to argue that entirely. Oh, yes. Movie. No, no. Come on. Everyone knows Marvel Marvel's always been way more uh people they know Marvel an, characters. They way would more. see an idea that was working and then improve on it. Mm-hmm. Then why have the comics not been selling? Because comics are dying in the first place. They're not, not though. Marvel's the... been on Marvel's been on hard times going back into the nineteenth. 19- they both kinda have. Well, I guess no. no, DC still is making a profit. Yeah. They've Superman, Batman comics have always been good. The Marvel, yeah. I think it's because they're trying, sometimes in that taking a good idea and making it better, they don't make it better. They've had such a hard time. And Spider-Man, I think, is such a landmark character because that was one that was truly original. Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, through an extension, not through direct creation, they made a great <laughs> character that we want to go and see more of. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go into my Jack Kirby rant until I kill my god. Oh god, I know exactly <laughs> the things you're going to say. You're going to be like how uh, how uh, Jack Kirby is really a, the be- one of the better stars, and how uh, Stanley's probably over overhyped okay. for what he is. And no, 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 no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. Okay, that's another podcast. Off. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's just it. it. But just capping off the point here. Because it has to be done. Captain Marvel, that one, Marvel was so concerned because they want to do this character. And she has a great place in this current generation of Avengers characters. And she is very much a fan favorite of the comics. Yeah. But she hasn't exactly had any great integration into any of the other projects. Her introduction into the well-acclaimed but very poorly watched uh Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. 
she's still considered to be one of the poorest uh, character interpretations that came into that series just because it felt like they were trying to shoehorn her in. Mm-hmm. Not that they had a real organic start to it. The character didn't have enough build up to it. Mm-hmm. So can we go and do this? I mean, I'll stand by Scarlett Johansson as uh, Black Widow. Black she does Widow. a fine job playing the character, but there's not enough there. There's not enough that's compelling about that character, I think, to make a standalone movie. And that's the reason why they haven't done that. Mm-hmm. Carol gives us so much potential but the only other major film release that we've seen that's involved a female lead superhero character mm-hmm. have been Elektra and Supergirl. Supergirl? Nobody, nobody well, that was, that was those were good ideas. Supergirl was a TV show, wasn't it? No, they had a movie in the 80s. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 way back then. That's, oh, that's different, though. Yeah, no. Like, that, technically, had, they had a Wonder Woman movie way back in the 80s, too. No, that was just a TV film. Was that just three video? episodes? Oh, I mean, okay, I, they call I'm it. gonna cut this off right and there. Then just... Yeah, but I mean, and then there for major superheroes, uh, there have been um indie comic movies, mm-hmm. female leads. You're okay. um, I can't remember any but, titles but off the top of my head, but yeah, major is Aeon Flux one of them? Uh, how about Tank Girl? Tank Girl, one. yep, that's that's one. Aeon uh, Flux is Tank another. Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to kind of cut us back just because we kind of yep. got a little <laughs> off topic here. Um, so, yeah, Homecoming, I'm going to go see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. yeah. If my ro- well, my roommate will probably pay for me to go see it with him, at which point I will see it, but probably not be spending my own money on it. Probably I'll not. spend money to go see that. Okay. okay. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, the third film. Ooh. I have watched none of them. <laughs> So, Neither have uh, I. I have. I have. I've only watched the original first one. I haven't watched them one since. I've watched about five minutes of the originals. So, Are we t- when you're saying original, you're talking original like the ones in monkey suits. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Those films were visionary in their time. I, yeah. I will go and say that they are iconic. Yes, that's true. Yep. Um, I gotta be honest. I. Uh, when they first came out with this, uh, oh, yeah, this um, I, and by the way, yes, I am talking Charles Hessen. Charles Hessen, so yes, yes, we, we figured that much. Yeah, this current run of the movies, um, I gotta be honest, I didn't see the first one in theaters, uh, because honestly, the trailers just looked so bad and so preachy. It was like, I I don't know, guys, I'm I'm not feeling this. I I know Andy Serkis is involved with this, but that's not enough reason for me to go and see this. And it just, it looked like it was going to be one of those preachy films. It's like, I, I don't need to be preached to. Okay. I, I get it guys. I get it. The, mm-hmm. the lab stuff with the monkeys is bad. We get it. We get it. Um, then one of my coworkers at the place I was working at uh, went and gave me, or I should say he let me borrow the DVD. He was just like, dude, I just watched this. This is actually like good. You'd enjoy this. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was not the movie that I thought it was going to be. There are moments, but it actually is a character film. And it just does a great job with that. And it was enough to get me to go and see the second movie, which I also really liked, though it got a little bit more preachy. And that definitely takes you away from the moment there. This one, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I might see this. I... 
Matt Reeves as a director, so maybe? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. If I had seen the other ones, I would go see it because I just got I just gotta complete the story. I can't have a story unfinished. Oh, I don't um, know you. <laughs> but I feel I feel like uh, this is the kind of a uh, uh, show, like movie, you could like marathon. So like, if you haven't seen any of them, just watch all three of them in like a marathon night, just to just to do it, see how it looks, how it watches, and then and that's it. That it, that that would not be a horrible way of doing it. I'll say. It. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, Moving on. Level, yes, Atomic Blonde, which is a comic. Mi Six is um, both Lisa's assassin. It's an old. It's a graphic novel. Yeah, Re- whatever. Same remake. thing. Atomic Blonde. Who's this by? What movie is this? I haven't heard any. Directed by it John is- Wick and David Lynch of Deadpool Two. Um, Stars John Goodman. A, yeah. So the reading the description here. Wonderful. The trailer I saw in theaters before Wonder Woman. I'm not gonna see this movie. <laughs> I why? Um, is just extra over-sexual- cheesy version of the the, the spy movie. Um, okay. No, Im- imagine this. Um, take uh, the Born Ultimatums trailer, mm. which. It's actually a really bad trailer if you don't listen to it with the soundtrack they have playing over it. Mm-hmm. Take that and basically just go and make something that feels like a pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's the way. Bad Blood and Born Ultimatum trailer smushed together. Yes, exactly. And that's it's, what this is. Yeah, okay. no, the, the trailer looks really bad. I probably will see this one just because um, I actually have seen the graphic novel. And I liked it. And David Leach, I like him as well as a director. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, like, looking at the, the description here, it's like, oh, okay, I could possibly give this a chance. Probably not going to see it in theaters, though. Probably this not. This sounds either. like one of the movies where you buy one ticket to a movie and then you go see three movies at a time. <laughs> and this is one of the movies I'd probably see during it. Uh, yeah, that does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's. I, I, I'll agree with that. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Dunkirk. Yes. Movie I'm most excited for this her this summer. Yeah. Tom Hardy, Kenneth Branagh, Chilean Ken- Murphy, and Christopher Rons, Nolan, Harry Styles. <laughs> I hadn't heard anything about this until this list, and I sounded inter- like it looks interesting. War film. I don't know. I'd go see it. Yeah. I, I, what, what I was going to go see a war Dunkirk. film. It'll be um, talking about the true the story of the Dunkirk. evacuation of hundreds of thousands of Allied troops, which took place during gun, uh, the Dunkirk in, in 1940. Dunkirk in 1940. Yeah. Yeah. No, that it's done by Christopher Nolan. Yes, I want to see this. Yeah. Watch the latest trailer, and you'll be into it too. It's. Mm. I know a trailer <laughs> is not a good representation of how a movie's going. But this has been a passion project for such a long time. And with a director who has a good track record, I'm a believer. I want to see this. I've been looking forward to it since it first got announced that it was going into full production. This sounds like it, it would be just a good, like, war movie to see. I, so I know my brother is going to probably see it. So. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Now this one I want to see. Valdron in the City of a Thousand Planets. Valerian and the Valerian, city of sorry, a in the City planets. of a Thousand Planets. Uh, I want... It's one of those. It reminds me of of what's the movie with the bees and the Tomorrowland. 
Oh. Um, the V's, no? The, the bees recognize royalty. The bees recognize oh. royalty. Oh, that was ascending. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, that's okay. Oh god, that's exactly what I thought too. <laughs> I got, I got like a vibe between like Tomorrowland and Jupiter Ascending, where you watch the trailer and like, oh, this looks fantastic in so many different worlds, and I'm like, they're probably just gonna have like each world like five minutes in it, and then they're off to another world, and you're not actually gonna get to experience the rich environment that might be there, but isn't actually there. So. Mm-hmm. For it me, might... this sounds like it would be a better video game than a movie. That that's the way I feel about a lot of these things. Cause like there's I I do not know this graphic novel. I have to go and throw that out there. So please uh you know, scream at me, uh, write us an email if I'm faced with this. But I watched the trailer for this and Though the idea sounds kind of cool, I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time taking these actors seriously, the two human characters. Well, the, they're not human. <laughs> do you know if it was a mini-series? <laughs> yeah. If this was like a mini-series on like the Sci-Fi Channel, I better be super fucking awesome. I, yeah. I, I would be totally into that, but this just seems like there's so many ideas that are going to be in this, and... I don't I think don't they're going to have enough time to like actually flesh anything out, and it's just going to feel too much jarring from jump from jump from jump that's just it i mean this is a horrible comparison to make but like wreck it ralph though it is a great movie and i enjoy watching it over and over and over, it actually doesn't deliver on the promise of what it is the the thousand the three all the different video games into one world thing exactly yeah. i mean even though they were only focusing on the world's wolves you know what? He spent time in three worlds, four if you count tappers. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's not really delivering on the promise of what that movie. Great. I don't. I don't remember that movie really saying that it was like that, like like that. I thought it, like when I uh, saw Wreck It Ralph, it was supposed to be the life of a arcade character, like in yeah. a video game, and Who that's kind of what I got. And then it was just nothing but Easter eggs of like character wise. And yeah, for me, I was like, "Oh, this is the a, a villain, a guy who's was created as a villain, but he doesn't want to be a villain anymore." Okay. Yeah, no, but in all the trailers and in the synopsis of the movie, they were talking about him jumping between these, trying to go and find a place where he could be a hero, and it's like he jumps into one place trying to find that, and then spends the rest of the time in another place trying to go and get the proof that he was quote unquote a hero for his original world. It's like, it just doesn't quite match up with the way that they presented what the film was supposed to be. Now, honestly, yeah. I preferred the film, the way that it came out mm-hmm. versus the chaos that would be there otherwise. Yeah. That was an example of drawing it down to something that was easy to consume and something that worked very well versus um, you're in the middle of battle, by the way. one that went way too far or one that didn't have like Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. One of my favorite books in that series, one of the worst movies that they went and came out with, because there was not enough time to go and delve into everything that was in it. You couldn't go and have... You, you can't realistically turn one thing into the other because it just doesn't... Uh, yeah, it's trying to translate something over. You're yeah. not going to be able to make a perfect adaptation of something, um, kind of like The Killing Joke that came out a couple of months ago, um, oh, limited theater release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like... They got the killing joke part of it right. The problem is the killing joke's kind of short and only would make for like a 
30 to 40 minute movie at best. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you take some some books go forever, and if you put that into a movie, it would either be super super long, or it translates, <laughs> or it just translates down to being like a thirty minute whatever, and then you're done. Because like books that have lots of description of a room, they fill up the book with that, but then all you have to do is show the room, and that's like a five second scene of like this is the room. You don't have of to two pages. The tables. That's it's more than two pages sometimes. That's just mm. like, okay, there's a room. It smells like this. It looks like this. Oh, there's this objects in the room. There's a table. There's a chair. There's, they have certain wear marks on them on this type of, or like a coffee ring. Oh, there's a book on there. The book looks like it's partially open or it's been read or it's brand new, uh, where you can just have that picture and then boom, that's the, the scene. Series done of in. unfortunate events. Yeah, mm. yeah, there's, there's a good one. But oh, yeah. they were pretty much doing a episode of book for a book and episode, and there's a lot of stuff uh, described. Two episodes, but they, two episodes a book. There's a lot of stuff described in the books, but not that were just seen, but they did a good job of translating at the style of the books with the narration and the general um, cinematography of that, of yes. the, the show. Well, it felt... Like, because they already had the original movie with Jim Carrey come out, which is literally the first three books. Um, That's why watching the series is like, oh, yeah, this is in the movie. This is like the whole movie put together. And, but yeah, no, it's, uh, they, with, that's the thing is that once it's a series, they can then turn, uh, like, how how long was an episode? 30 minutes? Uh, It was almost an hour. Yeah. So that's like two episodes a book. That means you're basically watching it's a movie, a movie. A book. Yeah. yeah, opposed to three books, a movie that they did before. So it's like yeah. a miniseries, like they do used to do all the time, where they do miniseries of like an hour long episode, or, and they or, have or like, Sherlock, where yeah, people complain about the oh we only have well nine episodes or twelve episodes now, and I'm like, but they're two hour long episodes. <laughs> you're getting you get, a, three movies. Yeah, so you can. These these yeah. like stories that have lots of stuff in them like that, they can expand out properly and explain things. So yeah. I could see but this being to... a really good series, but not a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's. Um, we got three I'm more. Two. We got th- yeah. yeah, we got three more. One of them, I'm pretty sure everybody wants. To, a couple of us want to talk about, but um, the emoji movie. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Oh, they're going to make money. Don't don't you worry oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, this is a... To, what, I'm the, not sure it's real. This, the, 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 it, the description gonna, of this pretty much gives away what I thought it was. It was essentially... It's essentially inside out for smartphones or as most as Jones. It's literally... The, it's going to yeah. cost nothing to make the movie and... Like, that's the thing. is like, if it costs nothing to produce it and then they make a bunch of money on it, it's all just profit. It's, it's like the uh, paranormal activity. Those movies cost under 10 grand to make and they just take it in box office and just it all falls in it's when they make yep. these really big blocker buster movies that make that are cost, Sir Patrick, even uh, Sir like Patrick 15 Stewart's million to make no, which that, is, will be scary. their big selling point that oh Sir Patrick Stewart's in this as the poop emoji well let's that's look at this people will go Miller, Anna Ferris, James Corden, Maya Rudolph Jane T. Austen and Sir Patrick Stewart. Those are just the ones that I know. There's a whole list of these things. 
But the problem is, and Tyler may have a good point with this one, but I do want a little bit for this reason. You don't have to pay voice actors like you do have to pay face actors. There's truth to that. And here's the thing. I mean, from what I can tell, uh, and just looking over here, this is all projections. We might find out that it was uh, more than this. It probably won't be less. The film looks like it was slated with a $60 million uh production budget which puts it on the same level as like sing or the secret life of pets um Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna try not to go on a rant on why i hate illumination entertainment uh for this reason (laughs) yeah i mean sony pictures they know how to go and do this and it's very possible that this could end up making money the only thing that seems to be really against this one though is whereas the stuff that Illumination does, though it is pretty benign and generally doesn't go and give you anything to be upset about. This movie is really, I think, coming out like two or three years too late. Yeah. It's like when they first announced this, the emoji thing, it's like everybody suddenly figured out what the word was. People were going and using them like crazy. And you were going and seeing all of this quick uh, grab for cash marketing that was going on with people going and making up the emoji pillows and all that stuff. And they were selling like hotcakes. You saw people with just emojis on their shirts. Now, now it's, it's just... a year and a half, two years later, and we're all over emojis. And Yeah, exactly. Emojis. It's just like it's meh. Mm-hmm. Which I got to say, if you're going to go like, do a character. Okay, this, hold on, hold on, hold on. The fact that you said meh, which is absolutely hilarious because the story is about the meh emoji. I was actually about to go and say, yeah, which I think is actually somewhat poetic that, you know, the character that's supposed to be the main emphasis of this one is um, meh. It's been criticized basically from the day that they announced it. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything that's really marketable about this either. You know, at least with, once again, my hatred of Illumination yeah. Entertainment, they do a good job of marketing their stuff so that they mm-hmm. can at least go and make some profit off of other things, whether yeah. it be t-shirts or all for, of the minion garbage. Coming out in just mm-hmm. over a month here in the U.S., I have heard no marketing on this. Yeah, no, that's... Zero. It it sounds honestly from the, or I should say, it looks to me like this is a movie where Sony bought up the rights to go and do this just to beat everybody else out to market. And now they're in a position where they basically have to make it. And honestly, they'll probably make money off of this, but not with a good box office return. This is probably going to be like... Oh, it's all going to be just like DVD and, and all that other stuff. It's not... The, the box office is just a big trailer. Just a big trailer for DVD and international. And it's just... That, that's just it. I mean, look at another one of the films that they did. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. They didn't put a ton of money into advertising on that one. That one got a decent return at the box office. But, you know, it wasn't I anything like special. the second one. There's a leak in the boat. What am I uh, favorite joke ever. The second one. I'm sorry. I actually really liked the first one. But... They did that just because they wanted to buy up the rights to the book that it was all based yeah. off of. And they just made a movie out of it with the intention of being able to go and market it down the road and just go and have it play on t- uh, television channels like FX, yeah. uh, HBO Family. 
just places where they can go and get a premium return from whoever's going to broadcast it on there and then end up being a hit. So it's like, oh, well, we can go and do a second movie with this. And now they have a TV show that's based off of it. So that's probably what you're going to see happen here. Sony's yeah. just going to go and come out with this movie. They'll go and uh, just put it onto every possible service out there. They'll make their money back on it. And if they're lucky, they make a profit on it and they can go and do some more stuff with it. But mm-hmm. This is definitely not a film that I think is going to do very well in the box office. And I have no intention of seeing this yep. at all. No. But like, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thing. It's like if box it's the only free one on a plane I'm on. Yes. Definitely. But that's the, it. The box okay. office isn't, isn't where they're going to, like, it doesn't have to be where you make your money back. As long as you make your money back or more profit. You're good. Mm-hmm. As long as you're making profit, you're good. Doesn't matter where that profit comes from. Comes from Netflix. Comes from Hulu. Comes from the theater. Comes from DVD sales. Doesn't matter. You make a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. It's just that's that's life. The way we think the theater works is not true. Well, th- there is some truth to it though, because you do have films like The Lone Ranger, for example. That movie has never been able to make back its money on there. They spent too much money developing it. And you needed something with a film like that because it doesn't have a ton of marketability outside of the theater. You needed to go and have a smash that worked there, make back your money, and then you hope that you continue to bring in money with everything else. That's, that's like the, the thing I mean. movie, It's a kid's movie. It's something you're just going to be able to shove anywhere. Oh. And, you know, okay. So we got a million dollars to let they them broadcast this spend. every year. It has to have spent less money on emoji than they did these. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. No, that's just it. They're spending as little money on this as possible. The same way that Illumination Entertainment spends no money on anything they go and do. Because they don't care about quality. That's what I mean. The Lone Ranger, that's a Disney budget. That was like one of those Disney live action movies which had a huge budget. And they just didn't get it back. So this, this is not that case. This is the straight to DVD aspect of things. Where you'd see a bunch of movies come straight to VHS, straight to DVD. And you're like, these are really shitty. It's like, yeah, because they make tons of money on just selling them through DVD. They don't have to send them to a theater because they're not going to make any money there. They just skip the middleman and just rake in all the money. So, okay. Um, next movie. Got, yeah. The Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Watching it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, nothing's going to stop me. Seems cool. I, I've, never, I, I, I've never read the books. So, I'm, cu- I'm curious. If it's going to be like too much hype, or if it's just going to be like, because uh, it's one of those if things. Someone like, wants to take me for my birthday, which is right after this movie comes out, maybe. But never read the books. Okay. But I'm, uh, I'm there for Id- Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. So, <laughs> all right, next film, Annabelle Creation. Nope. 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 No. no, I don't know. I, I don't know what that one is. It's I, a it's an evil doll film. Mm-hmm. That that's uh, one of those films. Yeah. I I enjoy a good horror movie, but I can't do ones like that in the theaters because I get so bored with most of them. It's like, oh hell, you gotta you gotta jump scare out of me. Okay, that's one of those things that I can like watch in the background while I'm doing other things at home, but not something I can do in the theaters. Just. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm a hard limit no horror movie. Um, I mean, true s- stuff like this that's m- meant to be. Uh, uh, yes, Crimson t- uh, Crimson Peak being an exception to the rule because it's pretty. 
<laughs> um, yeah, and there's a story as opposed to just movie. No. Evil doll, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because you brought up that movie. Hmm. Why did you really go to see that film? Tom Hiddleston. Thank you for being being honest. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, originally it was supposed to be Benedict Cumberbatch in that role, which I still would have gotten and seen it. (laughs) Because he's also pretty. Yes, we get it. (laughs) But uh, Mio was a copolis or whatever. Skowski or whatever her name is. Um, Mm -hmm. Formerly Alice in Wonderland. Um, I mean, she's she's pretty too. Um, yeah, no, I mean, great cast, great story. Didn't realize it was. I mean, I watched it not realizing it was a horror movie, and suddenly there's horror movie. Didn't How scare did me like a horror that? movie does. Like, so. What? what? <laughs> How did you miss that it was a horror? Did you actually do no research on that film? Did you even watch a trailer? Yes, I watched the trailer. How did you not know but that was a horror movie? It's a horror movie in the way that they, some of Shakespeare's stuff is a horror. It can, can be a horror movie. In the the supernatural ghosts. It's a ghost story, not a horror movie. Is what I would say. Mm-hmm. I would call that conventional horror. Huh. <laughs> anyway. Like Hitchcock. I don't like horror films, period, so yeah, it doesn't matter really to me. So yeah, that basically goes and rounds out summer. Pretty much. Well, yeah, through August, so yeah. Like, I know uh, there are movies that are not on this list, but... These are mostly going for the bigger ones right now. The, the Megan, Megan but, Levy, which was probably switches your uh, war movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But can we all agree on one thing? What? We would still no. rather see any one of these movies than have to go and sit through The Mummy again. Well, I, I still haven't seen The Mummy. I sat through The Mummy the first time, so... Oh, no, trust me. I sat through it for you. <laughs> I suffered um, through a bad Tom Cruise movie, so you don't have to. I mean, go see it. I was angry thinking that they were remaking the Brendan Fraser ones. No, no, no. That's... I, I will and say. And then when I, they realized, when I realized, oh, it's it's not a remake of the Brendan Fraser ones, that I was mm-hmm. okay with it. And then actually watching it, and I'm like, okay, I care less now, but I'm not angry about, at it. Yeah, right. that, that's one thing I will defend the movie on, because uh, I am a big fan of the Brendan Fraser mummy yes. film, the first the one. Yeah, so one. I. I I like the third one too. I will admit though that the first time I watched the opening for that movie, I actually I was actually quite young. And that mm-hmm. actually gave me nightmares for about three years. Jumanji wow. gave me well, nightmares. Well, for about, a, for about a year, actually. It made me feel... I thought that that people wearing Anubis masks were going to come out of the shadows and wrap me up and throw me in the coffin. Yeah. I just miss Brendan Fraser. I want to see him in more stuff. I know, I know. But he had four mm-hmm. he had four box office flops in a row, and Hollywood still doesn't understand. It's bad scripts we don't like. We can still like an actor, even if, you know... He's in a bunch we of bad movies. Tarzan, for goodness sake. Tarzan? Georgia the Jungle? Georgia the Jungle, jungle. yeah. <laughs> yes. Do not compare George of Jungle to that half man. <laughs> George of Jungle, much smarter and more handsome. 
Okay, so should we wrap it up a little bit? Okay, first mm-hmm. off, we have CosplayCon in Jefferson City, uh, Missouri. Then Anime Austin in Austin, Texas. Anime Mid-Atlantic in Norfolk, Virginia. DesuCon in Latia, Finland. Jafax in Grand Rapids, Michigan. SunnyCon Anime Expo in Newcastle. Upon Tyne in the UK. Supernova Pop Culture Con or Culture Expo in Sydney, Australia. YetiCon in the Blue Mountains, Ontario. FloodCon in West Plains, Missouri. ToshoCon in East County, New Jersey. Or East Orange, New Jersey, sorry. And Mini Iowa in Deerfield Beach, Florida. And for other Comic Cons, we also have Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. Garden State Megafest in Monroe, New Jersey. And of course, and Water Gap Comic Book Festival in Mount Bethel, Pennsylvania. Of course, and if you are attending any of these conventions, make sure, as always, to stay safe, have fun, and as always, follow the rules of con. Yay. Yay. Alrighty, so that's pretty much everything. So thank you, everyone, for joining us once again for well, episode two of season four. Check us out on SoundCloud for every every single one of our episodes in the, our back catalog. And, of course, please hit us up on Twitter at Soccer Rangers. One of us is apparently keeping track of it. And our email, SoccerRangersPodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, our Facebook page, Soccer Rangers Podcast, which Tyler mostly pays attention to. It's a whole new world out here in our studio and we hope to join us on all of our adventures zio updating every monday take care everyone bye bye, bye.